Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Tuesday, October 13th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. If you've been sick with the virus previously, you still have to be careful. A 25-year-old man in Nevada is said to be the first American confirmed to have been infected with COVID-19 twice. The man recovered both times, but doctors have noted that the man's second infection was notably worse than his first. This case raises questions on how long people are supposedly protected from COVID-19 after their initial infection. It could also hinder the effectiveness of a future vaccine. There have been at least 22 other documented cases of reinfection around the globe, but more research and bigger studies are needed to know how prevalent it is. A 33-year-old resident of Hong Kong was the first confirmed case of reinfection four months after testing negative for COVID-19 earlier this year. And an 89-year-old Dutch woman has reportedly become the first confirmed case of a person dying from a COVID-19 reinfection. According to researchers at Oxford University, the novel coronavirus has a low reinfection rate. There have been several cases of people taking months to shed the virus, which researchers say can be mistaken for reinfection. Thankfully, it seems likely that a safe and effective coronavirus vaccine will eventually come, though it's unknown when that time may actually be. But whenever a vaccine is available, some of the people who need it most could be the last on the list to receive it. Namely, roughly 1 million Native Americans who live between the 500 tribal communities in the U.S. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Native Americans are more than three times more likely than white Americans to become infected with SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19, partially because they're more likely to suffer underlying health conditions. Native Americans are also more likely to die from COVID-19 than non-Natives. What's even worse is that residents of American reservations depend on underfunded clinics for basic health services. Reservations in other indigenous communities are often scarcely populated, underdeveloped, and impoverished compared to non-native communities. Some of the clinics in these areas lack special equipment that could be crucial to storing and providing possible vaccines. However, logistical factors are not necessarily the largest issues that indigenous communities could face while dealing with coronavirus vaccines. Instead, experts say, the biggest challenge is trusting the vaccine. The fact that the federal government, who has for centuries abused and neglected Native American communities, is overseeing the development of a coronavirus vaccine does not help. The result could be low vaccination numbers in Native communities and a continuing high death rate. The deputy director for infectious diseases at the CDC told reporters last week that the institute was working with tribal communities to, quote, ensure all communities across the U.S. have equal access to a vaccine. The 2020 Coronavirus Preparedness and Response Supplemental Appropriations Act, one of the federal government's main vehicles for pandemic relief, 
set aside $209 million specifically for tribal COVID response. But that funding expires in December, potentially before the Food and Drug Administration approves a vaccine and before health authorities know exactly what they need to do to prepare. If Native American communities cannot or won't get vaccinated against the coronavirus, a lot of people could get sick. Oh, whoever would have seen this coming. A day after Anthony Fauci demanded that the Trump campaign refrain from using him in future campaign ads, the president went off on the doctor. Of course, he aired out his grievances on Twitter because that appears to be his therapy of choice. Nonetheless, the president accused the top infectious disease expert of knowing nothing about COVID-19. On Monday, Fauci told the Daily Beast that Trump's campaign was, quote, in effect harassing him by including him in advertisements against his will. Clearly taking the high road, in a tweet Tuesday, Trump mocked Fauci's bad ceremonial first pitch at the Major League Baseball's opening day back in July. The president stated that the doctor's, quote, pitching arm is far more accurate than his prognosis on COVID-19. But Fauci is not the only official who does not want to be used in the president's re-election campaign ads. Trump's most senior military advisor has complained that his image was used without his consent as well. Politico reports that an online ad shows the president, Vice President Mike Pence, and Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley watching the deadly raid on an ISIS leader in October 2019. Allegedly, Milley has said he did not give permission for his image to be used for political purposes. The Department of Defense website states that officials are prohibited from taking part in political campaigns. The Trump campaign must really be struggling with its budget. The campaign has been forced to pull a bunch of TV advertisements in key states that would most likely help the president win a re-election in November. But, according to Trump, it's all a part of his ingenious plan that's just too complex for the average American to understand. Obviously. In a series of late-night tweets, Trump denied that his campaign is in any financial hole, despite there being proof showing otherwise. He wrote on Twitter, quote, I keep reading fake news stories that my campaign is running low on money. Not true, and if it were so, I would put up money myself. Much of the money we have spent is on our ground game, said to be the best ever put together. I'll let you know how good it is on November 3rd. Very expensive to do, but opportunity could be big. I will spend additional money if we are not spending enough. Well, all right. This is only going to get worse as the election gets closer, isn't it? The entire Virginia voter registration system has crashed on the last day for voters to register before Election Day. And according to CBS in Washington, D.C., officials have blamed it on a cable being cut accidentally. Virginia's Information Technology Agency tweeted that a fiber cut near a freeway in Chester, near the Richmond area, was to blame. The Virginia Department of Elections wrote on their website that a network outage caused the citizen portal to be temporarily unavailable. Virginia Public Media reported that technicians are on site, but there was no say-so on when or if the system would be repaired on Tuesday. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.